0: How are you today?
1: Hey, doing very well, thank you.
0: good, We appreciate you jumping on with us. I know I was telling everybody just before you got on that because you've mastered this uh, pretty well that um, a lot of people are asking, and your availability has been great. But if you could start off this morning with us and just kind of cover um, your position or attitude prior to everything being shut down. Uh, when it was first announced, and then your action, and kind of give everybody a little bit of an idea of the results, and then I'll follow-up with some other questions as we go through then. But I think that would be important for everybody because I think they probably all had the same uh, reaction, like, oh, it's too hard. Uh, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know what people's results will be and that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, of course. When, it was like in, in Ohio where I'm from. It was the second week of March, and I remember when the shutdown was being um, announced. And I think I told you, I, I was honestly, I, I just couldn't believe it. So I was continuing running business as normal, but then I finally heard that the shutdown was in fact going to happen. And then I finally started to, to get some pushback from some clients when I was calling to meet with them. Um, so it was a Monday morning, the second or, second or third week of March, and I was headed out to run my appointments and I noticed that I had, out of my six appointments, I had four voicemails from clients um, telling me that they just weren't comfortable because of, of the virus for someone to come meet with them. Uh, so I kind of, I, I just made a decision that day that I was going to have to figure out another way to, to meet with people who weren't comfortable with a face-to-face option. So, again, we didn't have any training for this. Uh, I t- I've been talking with uh, other agents in the company that are, are trying to learn the the virtual way, right? And uh, we're rewriting the book. I mean, it's crazy because a lot of people are scrambling right now because this could be, I mean, part of the future of the industry. And, and we're excited to kind of write the playbook for it. Uh, but the mindset was definitely like a lot of you listening. It it, it really it freaked me out for a little bit. Um, I wasn't so much worried about uh, about the virus, but just because I'm healthy and I'm young, I was like just being precautious with my family. But when it came to business, it, the only thing that came through my head is it's still business as normal, but it's not. And so I knew that the company was going to, I didn't know how they were going to react. And I tell you what, Equus has done a phenomenal job um, rallying together. But that Monday morning, I decided that I wasn't going to have to, I, I couldn't deal with that amount of people not being able to meet with me. So, Tuesday, in the second week of March, I went completely virtual. I just decided, I said, I'm going to learn how to do this. I don't care if I mess up 100 times, I'm going to learn how to do it. So, basically, when I started, I made a lot of mistakes that probably a lot of you have too, if you've tried. But it's definitely over over a two-week process. Just in the beginning, I, I really scraped my knees up, but I learned kind of the tricks and and some of the do's and do nots. Uh, and I'm excited to go over that with you guys. But the one thing, I was even on Bill Martin's podcast yesterday, the one thing I'm going to tell all of you, my challenge to you guys, which I challenged myself with, is I told myself I was going to become excited for the opportunity to do this virtually. I'm gonna make myself excited to be able to stay at home and be able to reach out to people all across the two states I work. So that would be my challenge to you guys is don't take this as, again, it's a crazy time, but don't make this a negative, make it a positive. So your mindset has to change when it comes to, again, is the glass half full or half empty? because my thing is, the one thing I knew I was excited about when this whole thing started, when the virtual sales became a thing, I realized that if I was willing to put in the activity, I can reach more people sitting at home from 10 a.m. to, to 9 p.m., right? Because I don't have any drive time. So just to start out, Dick, if you want me to go through, go through kind of my whole process, but that would be the one thing I'll tell you guys mentally because when you first start, it's going to be a very, it's going to be very awkward your first couple of calls. But again, make yourself excited and realize I keep telling everybody and Dick and Connie will love this. We're not trying to to teach old dogs, new tricks. Okay. (laughs) The only thing that we're trying to do is to have you do the exact same thing that you've been doing for years or months, or if you're brand new, the exact same thing just in front of a computer. We're not trying to change up your scripts. We're not trying to change the way that you run your business. The only thing that we're changing, again, is physically in person and virtually in person. But you have to treat it the same way.
0: Wow, that is such such good uh, advice Before to give. We and that let's have him go through his system. Okay. Uh, At the end, we would like to have you maybe do a role play with us, but I think right now, I would like to hear, let everybody to hear what your system is. You know, you made the comment yesterday, um, your job is to be a tester, and I think that's part of your system. If you can just kind of run through how you go through this, we're as interested in the how-to as we are the results. In fact, we're more interested in the how-to than we are the results. But if you could – as you have presented this before with other people, just share with them your system.
1: Yeah, of course. So every day, I was even telling uh, Dick this yesterday, so every day I wake up, and I'm not an early riser, and I'll admit that to anybody, but it's, I don't start. I start every day at 11. I don't start because I'm being lazy. I've just noticed 10, 30, 11 o'clock is a good time to start when you're doing virtual. So every day, how I start my day is I get my cup of coffee, and then I sit down in my, at my desk at 10:30 or 11 o'clock, and then I start booking up my day. So the one thing that I've noticed is when you book out more than a day, meaning if you book Monday for Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday, you're going to deal with more no-shows. So the one thing I've learned is I wake up every day without any appointments, and a lot of people and in, in, including me, because I was always used to booking up every day. I had to realize, though, that you want to you wanna deduct as many no-shows as possible. So every morning, excuse me, I wake up, and I talk to, like I said, I, I call through my leads, and then I, I was telling Dick this yesterday. I use something called tester questions. My goal when I'm on the phone is to either A, go through the appointment right then and there, or B, I'm just trying to find a time that they're available. I'm not trying to freak them out talking about virtual or using the computer or using Zoom. So I go through my normal script, meaning I verify the information on the lead, and then I say, well, like I said, Connie, I'm the field underwriter that was assigned to your paperwork, and I just had to go over some of the options with you. And then here's my first tester question, trying to find time, okay? I'll go, now, Connie, are are you and your husband both working full-time or are you working from home? Well, I'm working from home, but my husband, he's still at at the office. Well, hey, I do not want to bother you guys during your workday. What would be a better time for me just to call back and chat and verify a few things later? So if you noticed, I'm not introducing Anything other than the fact that I just need to chat and verify a few things and I'm being very friendly because if I start bringing up, oh, well, at six o'clock tonight, would you be available to do a online appointment where you'll have to use your screen and be able to see me and I can see you? You're going to freak them out, okay? Or they're going to get home from work. They're going to be tired. If it's a lady, they might be like, well, I want to take my makeup off. I don't want to do a conference call. Okay, there's a lot of people who are going to delay that process, and that's the reason why a lot of people, when they show their cards, they're dealing with more no-shows. So I'm just finding out when they have available time. Okay, now when you're on the phone with them, if they're retired, if they're working from home right now, and they legitimately have free time, then I just go straight into it and, and go straight into the appointment. Now when I call them back at six o'clock or whatever time, like if they say, well, I get off work at five, I'll go, well, hey, I'll just call you between like five and six. Okay. Well, perfect. Again, it's very nonchalant. Like I said, we're not trying to drill a time. Does that make sense? It needs to be very relaxed. And then when I call the client back in the, let's say, after they're off of work, so between five and six, my them at five 15, five I'll just be like, Hey, Connie, it's Connor Jones again. If you remember, I was calling about the form you guys sent in. We just had to verify a few things. Well, oh, yeah, of course. Well, hey, well, right now, because of the virus, I would normally meet with you in person. But right now, we're actually not doing any face-to-face appointments just for your safety and for our safety, okay? So, right now, we're actually doing everything through the computer or through your smartphone. Now, do you guys have a laptop or an iPad or a smartphone? Oh, we have all three. Well, do you have your laptop near you? Well, Yeah. Well, this is what I'm going to do, okay? I'm going to send you over an email that's going to say appointment with Connor Jones in the subject line, and there's going to be a link for you to click just for compliance reasons so you're able to see me so I can show you my license, okay? Well, perfect. And I go, and there's absolutely no rush, all right? So I'm going to have this sent over. What email would be good for you? Then they give you the email, and then you send it off. And then this section takes like 10, 15 minutes because you're helping them use the link. I use Whereby. That's just what I've gotten kind of comfortable with. But I've literally used probably eight different platforms, right? FaceTimes, Duos, Facebook, um, Start Meeting, Zoom, um, anything with a video option. Okay, so don't let that throw you off. It can be any option you'd like to use or what you're comfortable with but I like an option where you can send a link. I use FaceTime as well or like a duo if we can just not get the link to work just because it's instant, okay? And then when I get them on the, finally get them on the screen, okay, might take five minutes, might take 20, right? I'm already building a rapport with them and they also, what I've noticed with clients is they really appreciate you helping them through something that they're not used to. So a lot of my clients are like, oh, I didn't know we could do this. And and again, a lot of them don't get frustrated as long as you're talking to them, spending time with them while you're helping them through the process. And then right when they get on the screen, then I, I literally wave at them through the computer and be like, hey, how are you guys doing? Isn't this crazy? we got to do it like this. And they laugh, ha-ha. Uh-huh. And then I go, now, just to start, okay, just so you know, not some crazy guy calling you, this is the form that you sent me. And I just hold it up to the screen, and then I show them, I say, and then I show my license from the state, or I send it to them already in an email, and then I make them match my driver's license name with my license. So I go, so you see on my driver's license it says Connor A. Jones, and on my state license it says Connor A. Jones, okay? They go, perfect. And I go, if you want to write that down for me, that'd be great. That's kind of the extra rapport that I'm building so I look credible. But then what I do is I go, now, hey, Connie, I need you and your husband to show me your driver's license just so I can verify it's you, okay? And then they show it to me. And then the neat part is is your clothes is even easier because once you find an option, you go, well, hey, you guys still have that driver's license? Well, yep. Well, hey, we're going to use that to get you guys approved and get this coverage in place, all right? And they already have it and they're not worried about showing you because they already did. So that's kind of, and again, I'm not going to share with you guys how to close an appointment because it's still normal. Like I learned the whole business off of two videos off the Equisite, right? Find a need and just take care of the client. The one problem that I've seen, to answer a lot of questions with this, Dick, Mm -hmm. we want to make this the most intimate experience as possible for the client. Okay, now if you get on and you start doing a bunch of screen sharing, if you start, right, open up a bunch of tabs, doing all this fancy stuff, right, writing on your iPad through the screen, they're now not going to feel like they're face to face with you. They're going to feel like they're on a computer. And I know that's crazy. Like, yeah, they are on a computer, yes, but I make sure that it's just my face and their face the entire time. I want them to see me and me only. Because when I start pulling stuff up, they're going to get confused, and then people who aren't very comfortable with technology, they're just not going to be comfortable. So it's just my face the entire time, even when I'm writing the application. Just my face.
0: So how are you presenting the numbers to them, the prices?
1: See, A lot of people ask that, too. I still write it down on a paper in front of me, and I Mm -hmm. usually just do it verbally or I have them write it down at the same time. But the biggest thing, like I said, is you just need to make it like you were face-to-face. So I usually, when I'm on the screen, I'll have them do it as well, write down the numbers, which normally they do anyways, but mostly just verbalizing it and finding something that would make sense. But, again, I just noticed that when you start doing too much computer tech-savvy things, people get nervous.
2: Mm Right, and a confused buyer doesn't
0: buy. Doesn't buy anything. Doesn't Never. buy.
1: Doesn't buy. So that's wow. what I've noticed, and, and the problem I've seen because this will answer a question as well. The problem that I've seen with a lot of people when they've been working, when they're trying their first couple of virtual appointments, we got to remember as agents, like we're out to help the consumer. Like we're not a cookie cutter business just throwing quotes at people. So the one thing I've noticed when a lot of people start doing virtual sales is they become a computer, right? They literally ask all the questions, monotone, and then right when they get to the end, they just start popping out quotes, right? Still do what you do in a house. We're loving on the client, finding out if they really even need the insurance, right? So that would be the biggest advice I have. Again, you just have to treat it like an intimate experience just like you were in a house,
2: So rapport is still key.
1: Oh, completely. Again, it's it's just that's the problem is what it's it's really a mindset thing because once you start treating it like you're still face to face with the client, like I had somebody I was talking to and I was helping and they said they didn't write any virtual, then the next week after we I helped him through it, he wrote six, right? Six apps for like seven grand. But his problem was, he said, is he feels like they couldn't see his body language because he was big on not even seeing their body language but seeing his. Like they want to see, see him moving his arms. I go, okay, back the computer up. Just back it up. Then they'll be able to see your whole top half. I go, it's a very simple fix, right? So, again, you, it's very simple but like I said, it's what makes you comfortable. If you like to see their body language, have them back the camera up. I've done that before.
0: Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Good
2: point. Yeah. And it sounds like one of the key things that um, Connor is saying, at least to me, is one thing David Crocker said last week, which is acknowledge that this is weird and that or, awkward. or awkward because it is. And they know it, and you know it, and there's no point in trying to cover it up. And I'm sure Connor does a very good job of that because he's lighthearted, has a good sense of humor, just rolls with the punches, so to speak. Um, We are going to run out of time here in just a minute, so I wanted to ask um, Tony's first question. It's pretty well answered. Um, Do you tell them how much time it will take, or do you just roll with it? I think you answered that, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I don't tell them. I just find time when they're when they're available. If they ask, I just tell them, like, I mean, 15, 20 minutes. And just to help any new agent, too, if somebody ever goes, well, your 20 minutes is up, go, well, I guess I like you. Because normally if I don't like you, it's pretty quick. And they always laugh. <laughs>
2: There's a lot of people on this line that could do that, and there's a lot of people on this line that would have to practice, which is fine, because perfect practice makes perfect. Okay. Um, I think you might have answered this, too. If you have to call back, which you sometimes do, how do you get them to answer the phone? Which, yeah, you can't. You don't have control over that. You just have to roll with it.
1: Yeah, it's definitely if if again, if you're doing this correctly, what I've noticed on a normal day is I'll I'll I'll, I'll do between 5 and 7 appointments and I usually average one no-show some di- some days it's maybe two, but it's mo- mainly one, but one out of 6 or one out of 7. That's phenomenal for doing this, but again, people deal with mostly all their no-shows when they start talking about Like if you notice, like when I did my mock call, I'm not talking about an appointment, I'm not talking about quotes, I'm not talking about the computer, I'm not talking about anything virtual, right? If you just keep it very simple where you're just finding time and just being friendly with them, you're not going to deal with no-shows because you're not showing your cards. They don't even know why you're calling yet. They just know that you're going to call them back later. So again, as, if you can master that just being very simple, nonchalant, not showing your cards, right? And then once you get them on the phone, then you just you push them in the right direction. I haven't had any pushback getting on getting on any of my platforms because again, I'm not giving them the option. I'm telling them I'm sending them a link and I'm telling them that they need to get onto it.
0: So, so you don't run into the resistance. Oh, right. okay. Because that seems simple. Okay, yeah, I got my computer. I, I turned it on. I, I know what the next question is going to be. What if you ask
2: them for their email and they say no?
1: <laughs> I have not. I tell you what, I have I have written 85,000 since I started doing this. So, like, 75 sales or something, I have not had one person, though, with all the people I've talked to in four or five weeks that has said that.
2: Right. So, some, again, don't,
1: don't worry. I'll be bold enough to tell everybody this. If you're going to have someone, because I get this question a lot because I've done the calls, if somebody's not going to give you their email, they're not going to buy. Right. So <laughs> just being honest with you, like, that means they're not comfortable with you at all. And you just need to shut it down and maybe see that once, when everything goes back to normal, you can go meet with them. But, again, I'm really based on the numbers, and this will help a lot of people, Dick and Connie. I am, when I finally realized that this business was numbers when it came to producing and building, I still have to figure out the building side, right? But I finally understood the producing side, and I realized the 10-6-3 numbers. And there's numbers for B leads, C leads, D leads. There's numbers for everything. So the one thing I realized, out of the 10, 6, 3, when you do virtual, you can get almost everybody on the phone. But you have to remember, for every 10 of those people that you talk to, six or seven are, are not going to buy. And that's crazy for a lot of people, but it's not because you're going to get the three or four that are going to say yes. So just realize, like, when you do this, If somebody is going to be, I'm terrible, and people can call me terrible. When I call someone on the phone, especially if they're single, I don't care what age they are, and I ask them when I dial the phone, I go, now you're just looking to make sure if something happens to you, make sure the loan's taken care of for the family, right? If they say anything other than yes, or yeah, I was looking for options, if they say anything other than that, I don't talk to them. Because I take my job very seriously of what I do for a living. Like this isn't playtime. So, and and you just have to have the confidence with that. Like, if I ask somebody for their email, and they won't give it to me, then the conversation's over, and they're going to know that. So, just be very confident with it. As long as you're confident, they'll they'll see your demeanor, hear your demeanor, and and they'll they'll give you what you need.
2: Well, Connor, um, I thought I'd heard it all. We heard a bunch of new stuff today, and I hope that you all. Uh, take this recording and um, use it wisely for sure. I know you have another call. It's 1025. We promised you'd be done by then, so we are. And thank you so much. I, I'm so proud of your um, your persistence, everything that you've accomplished here, and the fact that, you know, you could have, financially, you could have sat this out. But when you realize that people need what we offer because of the type of person you are, you wanted to be part of the solution. So thanks so much, Connor.
0: Before you run, i got one more hey. quick question. You had mentioned doing a hey, podcast. Hey, there's no
1: rush, and, and I can get on the call with you guys whenever you need me to.
0: Well, we appreciate that. We really do. Um, you had mentioned doing a podcast or doing something for Bill Martin. Um, when will that be posted or when will that be broadcast?
1: That will be out tomorrow.